Into the five foot shawty from the barrio. Longest running hero in the game, Super Mario. A two sets of eight bars from Sarah. Got him sprinting to the studio. It's time to get this cardio. I'm synonymous with Iconicus. Just a part of being rap pharaoh. Building pyramids and obelisks. I'ma let it spew from out the bottom of my consciousness. Turning rap stars to old hacks. That's synonymous. You don't get it? Check your Twitter feed or your literacy. Diamonds out this African mind and rich you lyrically. Every line formed from the pressure to be the greatest. Now I'm spitting out jewels to send me precious Gabby should be. Hope I can change the face of hip hop in my lifetime, or I'd be forced to sever several MC's lifelines, cause I developed in the veteran organically, or even aboard this GMO rap, the vanilla ice kind, they told me I would bring him back to life, soul to soul, showed up and had the fans attracted like opposing poles, rock cook up all this dope shit in the lab, don't watch the freshest cats expire after the first hit, overdose, prolific with my verbal illustration, Basquiat, bars like a beautiful prayer, the Al-Fatiha, cause I'm a Nat Washington, DC Marvel and Atlantis and them both together made me supernatural. Pretty little Loch Ness monster. A bit from out of nowhere in a cloud of Nak Champa. Launching Adams out the gates of my esophagus. Former universes at the base of my superior subconscious mind. I'm inclined to be reborn like the Phoenix is. When every track I blaze invade your double helix is. Embed the label on your genes like a brand name. Now everybody knows I rock the standard of what a genius is. I hate to say this because it's really embarrassing, but I was not familiar with you until Rhymesayers posted your video. And I was like, oh, who's this? And I click and I'm like, oh, man, she's dope. And the funny thing is, I got scolded by um, <laughs> my brother Ali. Yeah, like, you know, whenever he says something, I just always take it like it's my cool dad telling me that I'm <laughs> fucking up. I'm, I'm older than him, but I still look at him like, right, you know. Right. So I, I put on Twitter, I was like, shit, I've never heard her and she's dope as fuck. What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Dead in Hip Hop. We're, we're joined by two special guests. So what's up, y'all? Give us a little bit about, you know, who you are and your background and stuff like that. I'm MC. I've been doing it for about eight years. Hmm. Originally from Washington, D.C., now in Atlanta. So yeah, I mean, I guess I would be classified as like a conscious MC because the, the lyrics that I spit have meaning and, you know, they're very intentional about like not perpetuating like the common stereotypes we see in like rap, like you know, the whole sex, drugs, and violence um, thing, trifecta that we so often see. You know, it's funny because, like, I could be the one to talk about that. I'm from the hood, I've seen it all, but, you know, I choose to evolve beyond that. So I've been working with Soul Messiah since the inception of my career. And, you know, we just, our intention is about putting out good music, you know, because the the stigma behind like conscious music is that like the beats aren't good, the, the music doesn't sound good, yeah you're talking a good game or you're lecturing to us but it's not palatable to people but we create music that is and people who um, normally aren't looking for that type of music are attracted to what we do as well. I'm so Messiah. <laughs> yeah, no. But uh, I'm a uh, DJ slash producer. Let's get, let me start on B-Boy DJ. Ah, that's that's okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause you, yeah. Break dance. I did that. <laughs> the whole, the whole thing. So, but um, I was working on some music, I think, one day, and me and her were making jokes in the studio. She was in the studio visiting, and she was like, I can write a rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> and she did, and it was pretty good. <laughs> I'm always embarrassed to share that today. Uh, I, my, my mainstay is production. You know, I do the beats. And, um, I worked on a lot of different people, but uh, over the years, 
working with her, I, I get more from it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's something that I can take home, show my mom and my children. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, you can listen to this. You know, like a lot of other stuff. Even though I worked on Dead Prez, Jay Z, and Chameleon there, and that stuff was, you know, was good stuff. But I get more fulfillment from what me and her do, actually. So it's interesting hearing that uh, you've owned a Rama for eight years. How do you have thirteen? Projects like that's crazy. Like, are you one of those rappers that's just constantly writing? Like, um, not even. I <laughs> think I get bored quickly. Mm-hmm. So when I produce an album, or you know, when I'm writing, I get tired of performing the same songs, or yeah. you know, I'm constantly like trying to de- evolve and develop myself as an artist. So I'm like, okay. Time for something new, mm-hmm. you know? New fan here. <laughs> Mike put me up on your uh, Metamorphosis mixtape, and and I think I think you told me, didn't you mention that it's like, it was like pretty much some old songs that you put together for that? And yeah, there so, were five yeah. new songs. And so you're doing this, what's this, uh, Wednesday, Wisdom Wednesdays? Is, is that like leading up to your album, or is it just something you just want to do? Partially leading up to the album and leading up to the official release of the Metamorphosis EP, which okay. is, um, just the collection of newer songs. Okay. And then it's just a way for me to like exercise my writing chops. Mm-hmm. You know, I was talking to somebody uh, the other day and they were talking about how Prince like wrote for three hours mandatory a day. Mm. Wow. And when he was negotiating the release with Warner Brothers, he like just dropped a thousand songs on them. He wrote so prolifically. Yeah. He has like tons of albums and collab albums with different people that are just waiting you know what I mean so that like inspires me and I you know when I think of like other artists who are constantly just devoting a little just a fraction of their day to writing I want to develop and get better with time and yeah just really just keeping me sharp keeping you yeah keeping you sharp if there's one project that you had to tell I know it's hard but if you had one project you had to tell like a new fan like this is what you need to check out because this sums up, for the most part, what I'm trying to get out there in the in the universe, which one would that be? Maybe Nebuchadnezzar. How long ago was that? That was 2013. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> was that 2013? Oh, no, that was 2014. Thank you. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it really was. Yeah, maybe hot. Nebuchadnezzar. This is hot. <laughs> the cover is, by the way, y'all remember Beach Rhymes of Life? Of course. Uh, the art <laughs> artist did that. Oh, scam too. Wow. You yeah. know, and then the actual original art comes from a brother named Imhotep, uh, out of New Jersey now in Atlanta, who does all of the, you know, the Black Woman's God shirts and the mm-hmm. Nubia, those Nubia uh, shirts. The guy who did his hat actually. Same oh guy man, did his yeah. Hat. So yeah, yeah, I, I, I like to, like she said, the collaboration on the whole thing was real fun. So yeah, like just going back to the whole line says you have, cause you haven't like officially announced it like that, right? Yeah, this would be like the launch mm-hmm. with like the Metamorphosis EP, but mm-hmm. I'm excited to be joining them, you know? Yeah. Um, they're all very like dedicated to like real music yeah. and you know, I'm in good company. They're very like, they're very excited about putting out, you know, independent, like, original stuff, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All of their artists kind of reflect that. They're all, like, their own mm-hmm. people, their own MCs. They don't try to conform to, like, mainstream, mainstream parameters of what it means to rap, you right. know? So I think I fit in that realm or whatever, and I think that it's, it's just a really good fit. Sadiq, who mm-hmm. is the, the owner and one of the founders, or the CEO and one of the founders of Sayers, he had been kind of following me for a while. I don't know how much of that is <laughs> owed to Brother Ali, because he's also 
been a supporter for a while. They like, like she said, they like real hip hop and they're, um, you know, they're one of the oldest independent hip hop labels in the country. Cause you got like, you got Alchemist over there. You got MF Doom MF over Doom. there, Dilated Peoples over there. It's like all of this stuff, <coughs> hip hop, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? And so it just made a lot of sense. And the, and the brother, you know, he was like, yeah, you want to do something? I'm like, sure. <laughs> She's been doing stuff with some of them now. Like she did a show with Aesop Rock mm -hmm. and that whole crowd is something new. It's a whole new crowd for us, yeah. you know what I mean? So, it's a good thing. We, you know, we're trying to spread and spread the word. Because, you know, we do what we call God Hop. Mm -hmm. You know, and God Hop is hip hop all grown up, you know what I mean? And you can't really put no BS when you're doing God Hop. Mm -hmm. So, um, that's what we do, man. How did that term come about? God Hop? <clears throat> I had an artist uh, years ago I was working with, um, J Electronic. He's come by the house when he was younger, and we were putting records together, and we said we're gonna do God Hop, <laughs> and that's where it came from. Side note: Anybody ever said that you reminded us all of? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like a lot. <laughs> what was funny is like um, I I I I get kind of annoyed because all day on Twitter I'm like oh you look like so and so you like and it's always white people so I'm like I'm really fucking tired of this shit y'all need to stop and like they throw Joey Badass and just ASAP Rocky ASAP like yeah some girl actually thought I really was Travis Scott and was like I don't believe you somebody said that recently look like him it's just reminiscent that's exactly what they said they were like you don't look like Saul Williams but the, the way you talk and the ideas you have, you guys are very similar. And I'm like, look, I'll take that as the highest compliment. I love, <laughs> love Saul Williams. Mm -hmm. Yeah, his new record was unbelievable. I'm yeah, still the one she was on with him? She got one with him? Yeah, the new one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, she just on Martin Luther King? There's a remix album. Oh, no, I didn't hear that. Two weeks ago, the remix oh, album shit. came out. She's the only feature on the album, rapper. It's crazy. <laughs> She's on Roach Eggs. Oh shit! Okay. <laughs> I'm excited. I didn't know they're okay. Yeah, I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, I love Saul Williams. I'd love to meet him one day. I've actually talked about this with Mike like a while ago. Like we had like underground major conversations, you know, all the time. So when you chose like the career of being an MC, like was the goal like always to just have success in the indie world or did this did you ever feel like you could take this on a major level, like a most def or talib or anybody like that? Like what was the thinking behind that? I feel like once I really got into it, mm -hmm. I definitely felt that I could go beyond the independent underground. Well, not independent, because I still want to say independent, but like right. the underground realm. Mm -hmm. um, I felt like I was good enough. I felt like I had appeal. Mm -hmm. I feel like people feel like that, that's you being real by like, mm -hmm. you know, that's mainstream. Yeah. Stay underground till I die. Right. But <laughs> then you're going to be performing to your friends for the rest of your life. No, right. I want to, I, the point is for my message to grow beyond like the people who already feel what I'm talking about. I right. want to reach people who may not have heard like lyricism like mine, may not have heard content like mine, yeah. may not have seen another MC like me, like mm -hmm. with locks and natural hair and you know, it's people who miss Lauren Hill but don't know about Sour Rock, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm trying to get as much visibility as possible. Gotcha. I mean, you know, it's funny when you say that, I always think about how we compare, we say, yo, I wish, Man, forget the mainstream. We need to do it like we used to do it. Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, who? They'd be like, Rock M, KRS One, right. Public Enemy, 
all of them <laughs> were on major labels. Yeah, I know. They were on MTV, exactly. and the news. And that's the reason why you know about them. <laughs> yeah, that's the only reason exactly. you know. Exactly, yeah. The reason you know is because they were on TV, you know, and, and, and so it's really contradictory. That's most people just don't know. They just talk. They were all on major labels, and they all said what they wanted to say. Yeah. And uh, that's, what, that's what we plan on doing, taking it yeah. as far as we can take it and as wide as we can take it because people are hungry for it. Lord Finesse said um, in an interview, he said that when he started out, he wanted to be the best. And I feel like that a lot of rappers now are not, they, they want to be the best, but it's, it's, in, diff it's in a different way. They want to be the best money. Talent. They want to have the they most money. Popular. Right. They want to exactly. be the most popular. Exactly. It's a big exactly. difference. Exactly. Right. And, and they've, they've uh, I guess, flipped the narrative of what best is. Mm -hmm. How many albums are you selling? How much money you got? And stuff like that. Right, exactly. And 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 one of the things in the premise behind the show is that, you know, we we wanna challenge and we wanna hold people accountable to a certain degree of like, nah, that that wasn't good. You're probably you're better than that, if we know you're better than that. Or this project mm -hmm. just didn't didn't work out. Or you should just be a spectator. Or artist. <laughs> you know? Exactly. And um and what we've seen over the years of doing this show is we've seen that there are a lot of people that are looking for rappers like you, MCs like you that create and put out the type of content that you put out. And we we hear it all the time. Like we did Odyssey, right? Yeah. And people were like, oh man, yep. I never heard of Odyssey. Right. Man, thank you guys so much. Yeah. We're gonna hear the same thing when, when it comes to you. People were like, oh man, I never I never heard of her. Thank you so much. You know, she's a dope MC. You know, and, and that's what we strive to do. Like we're gonna we cover hip hop mm -hmm. in all forms and fashions, but we also wanna definitely highlight and spotlight people that are dope and push them to the forefront and be like, no, you need to listen to them because they are good, and they're the ones that are gonna help continue to push this culture forward. You have a line where you said, um, I'm more than just a pretty face, I can paint an image lyrically that I'll be painting for the illustration. So what what prompted that line? Like, do you still feel like people look at you and they devalue your skill based on the fact that you're a woman? Yeah, I mean, because, I mean, I, I don't wanna sound arrogant, but I'm very confident about what I do. I feel like you may, not like my style, but undeniably, I'm a dope MC. So like, I find my lack of presence from like popular like blogs and stuff like that, I feel has a lot to do with the fact that I'm a woman. Um, I think that even from reading comments and stuff, people say things like, she cool, but I can't really get with female MCs. Mm -hmm. Like just, wow. as a blanket, I've seen that yeah. several yeah. times. Mm -hmm. And it's so interesting. Like they'll acknowledge that I'm dope, but mm -hmm. just as general principle, can't you know, you can't really get with women who rap like that. You know, as a society and as a genre, we have a long way to go as far as our treatment of women. And you know, it's funny. Um, I was talking to somebody. Um, I think it was when I was on Sway. I was just like, I think there's this feeling of there can only be one. There can be only one woman who raps. That's on top. <laughs> Everybody else is kind of just waiting for like waiting for their reign to, to topple or them to go into film or something like that before they can get on, you know what I'm saying? The intro, Black Thought, what's the story with that? <laughs> That's my, my honorary big brother. He had heard about my music and when he came down to A3C and when was that, 2015, 2014? 2014, I think. 2014, yeah. you know, we met, chopped it up, hey, I'm a big fan of your music, blah, blah, blah. I'm saying that to him. And uh, he goes on stage, he's performing with J period. We're sitting in the back listening and all of a sudden we hear, 
yo, Side Rock here? Side Rock still here? <laughs> and I'm like, oh <laughs> <laughs> He put me out there, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't uh, pre-planned or anything like that. And I got up there and rocked. And afterwards, him and like, who was it, Mad Skills? Mad Skills. Mad Skills mm, was like, wow, Mad Skills. <laughs> that's, not a, that's not a female MC, that's an MC. <laughs> and that was just like kind of like the stamp and Black Dope was like, damn. Yeah. From yeah. that point, um, he actually invited me to perform at this uh, this charity um, event for, not charity, it's a fundraiser for this nonprofit organization with Rapsky and Rod Digger and him. And then we've just stayed like connected and stuff and it's really dope. We put, I performed with The Roots a couple of times. And um, he just, is, he gives me advice. I get to pick his brain on like mm -hmm. his process and all this stuff. And yeah. to have Man, someone who I consider, mm -hmm. he's like in my top five. Yes. Of MCs <laughs> of all time. Yes. Extremely prolific, extremely just like, y'all oh. saw that Harvard? Yes. Like, <laughs> yes. come on. Whatever city they're in, if we're in, he'll be like, come on up. So now, you know. And they be testing her. They always yeah, like the last time off. I performed with the roots, <laughs> I was supposed to do like 20 bars or something like that, yeah. and it was preset. And I, I, you know, I had rehearsed a little 20 bars, and then Quest, he was he specifically was telling me yeah, 20 bars because I was like I could break it down to 16 if you want me to because they had to like kind of change like their yeah, the length of their thing. So he's like no, 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 it's 20 bars. He's like, oh, it's 20 bars. So I was like okay, that's cool. I'm on stage, he cuts it at 16. So I'm like, and luckily I'm able to adapt and cut it. And I was like, oh, okay, I see what you're doing. Yeah. Wow. They, they do that. They and this was in front of 34,000 people. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, yep. you know, but it's, it's dope to be able to to, be, to perform and rock with people so seasoned. Mm -hmm. And like, they gotta be on. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I've been blessed to, to have been kind of like ushered into and be the men of like several like notable people so mm -hmm. yeah but that one I still like randomly I'll be like this yeah. <laughs> like thought gave me some feedback on like, my rhymes <laughs> do you feel like like because of the type of rap you do that you know you're missing some people or somebody some people won't catch the message or, or do you care about that or like, yeah, there's always that possibility yeah but I think you know as we grow and develop, as I grow and develop, mm -hmm. you know, it's a matter of kind of finding that middle ground where you're able mm -hmm. to, you know, put the content in and then also make the music and the, the lyrics accessible to all types of people. Mm -hmm. I think that I had to kind of adjust. You know, I still love to use my vocabulary. My mother told me how to read mm -hmm. early and, you know, I, I love words. So, but. I had to figure out how to make it less heady. Mm -hmm. Just make it more accessible to people who may not have read Deepak Chopra or like don't know don't know anything about chakras or whatever that that may be able to be pulled in by my experience growing up in Southeast DC and being around like coming up in the crack era or whatever. Mm -hmm. But then through that conversation, you know, talking about how I learned how to meditate at an early age or like how this is this physical realm is just temporary and like you know just adding those elements in little by little until you know I can you know get them hooked right. but um that's one of the, the one of the great things about you know doing the venture with rhyme sayers is that just by numbers alone their audience the exposure that their audience will provide will allow me to reach other people <laughs>